Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. During the 1500s, dogs were more than just companions. There was a dog breed for nearly everything. Herding sheep, tracking wild game, and even warming up cold laps on chilly days. But in Wales and beyond, there was a dog that found a role in the kitchens of homes large and small. It was known as the turnspit dog, or spit dog. They had long, stocky bodies and short legs, and their job was to turn the wooden wheel that would spin the roasting spit in the hearth. Before the arrival of the automated roasting spit, open-fire roasting meant that the spit had to be cranked continually by hand for evenly cooked meat. The task often fell to the lowest-ranking member of a kitchen's staff, as it was miserable work. That is, until someone figured out that you could make a dog do it. The small cooking dog was bred to run on a wheel, like a hamster wheel, that was attached to a chain that would turn the roasting spit. This canine innovation was hailed as a major life improvement. The first mention of the turnspit dog dates from 1576, in the earliest book on dogs in the English language, called Of English Dogs. And the turnspit dog wasn't just popular in Britain— Their breeding continued for a few centuries, and they made the trek from Great Britain to North America, since they were handy for more than just roasting meat. They were also used for other domestic tasks, like churning butter, pressing fruits, pumping water, and milling grain. However, they never gained the same popularity here. 
in kitchens, turnspit dogs' wheels were mounted high up on the wall and well away from the fire to prevent them from overheating. But it still would have been exhausting work. The dogs were considered machinery, not pets. Because it was so labor-intensive, many turnspit dogs would work in pairs, trading off on the meat-spinning hamster wheel. And some think that that tag team is the origin of the phrase, every dog has his day. Later on, in the 1850s, the dog's treatment in Manhattan hotel kitchens partially inspired the founding of the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Back in Britain, on Sundays, the dogs may have gotten a bit of a break when their owners took them to church. They were considered useful as foot warmers, too. The dogs were popular there for centuries. Shakespeare and Darwin both wrote about them. In 1750, there were turnspit dogs everywhere in Britain. But by 1850, they were hard to find, and by 1900, they'd all but disappeared, mostly because of the invention of spit-turning machines called clock jacks. This new technology ultimately unleashed turnspits and led to the breed's extinction. With the invention of these cheap spit-turning machines, the small dogs just weren't needed anymore. Owning one became a sign of poverty. And the dogs had been bred to work, not to be cute or have fun dispositions. No one really wanted to keep them as pets. So today, the turnspit dog is extinct. The only one that survives is in a hunting lodge in an ancient Norman castle in Wales. Granted, this one isn't working in the kitchens. She's a taxidermied turnspit dog named Whiskey. Her closest dog relative is likely the Welsh Corgi, the pampered pooch of the late Queen Elizabeth II. Today's episode is based on the article Turnspit Dogs, the Elizabethan Kitchen Gadget Bread to Cook Meat on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Kristen Conger. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Most TVs are smart nowadays, but with busy home screens and remotes with too many or too few buttons, smart shouldn't mean complicated. That's why Roku TV is the smart TV made easy. The customizable home screen puts your inputs, streaming favorites like iHeart, and free live TV all in one place. From simple settings anyone can understand, automatic updates with the latest features, and much more, Roku TV is more than a smart TV. It's a better TV. Learn more today at Roku.com. Happy streaming.